0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and, Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, September 20th, and we are here continuing to answer your financial questions. So uh, today we have the beginning of a two-day meeting for the Federal Reserve Board. And tomorrow I am pretty sure that we're going to get that three quarters of a percentage point increase. Could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe it'll be 100 basis points. Maybe it'll be a half. I don't see it being a half. The underlying report in the CPI, the underlying stuff in there really does mean that the Fed's going to keep moving. So uh, hopefully that will continue to do the job and hopefully bring down inflation. May not happen soon enough for, for you, but that's where we are. Okay. So let's get back to you. If you've got a financial question, if you have something going on in your life and you want us to weigh in, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. That's how we receive all communication. And if you'd like to come on the program, just click the box at the very end. And that is what JP did. JP is on the line from Milwaukee. Hi, JP. How are you? Hi, you too. i I'm so glad to talk to you. What's going on? How can we help you out?
1: Well, um, my topic that I called in or uh, wrote into you with was, is one million enough? And can I tell you a short story of how I came up with that question? Sure. I heard it was either on the t- television or radio. Two wealthy people were at a party and they mm-hmm. were talking about a third person that was not with them saying to each other, my God, we're successful, but we'll never, have as, we'll never be as rich as he is. And one of the, the other fellows said to this guy, oh, but I'll have something he'll never have. And the guy said, what's that? Enough. Mm. so it's that striving for greater and greater wealth and i i think we have enough uh i'd like this conversation to convince my wife that we have enough
0: okay you know it's so funny because when when we talk about what is enough often i'm i'm left with this feeling like well the number it's not the number it's You know, what does everything else look like? Yeah. How are you living your life? And we can determine whether what you've accumulated up to this point is enough for you and your family predicated on all the other things going on in your life. So let's talk about all those other things. So tell us about you and what's going on. And let's determine if you've got enough to do what you want to do.
1: I'm going to be 69 next month. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife is uh, 63 we uh, both were and are theater artists in the oh, live theater. Really, and made our made our careers doing that our entire life. Uh, my top salary of all time was around eleven hundred dollars a week, which hmm. I know it seems sounds paltry to many people. Not but paltry for an actor, but like I
0: just say, I go hmm, like that. That's what I hmm, Okay, yeah,
1: that's uh, that's a top salary in the regional theater. Together, we've managed to save and. Be prudent, and we've, we've bought a couple of houses and uh, we've done well. Anyway.
0: Okay, wait. I want to know a couple of things. So, you were working actors, you supported yourselves, you've accumulated a bunch of money. So, right now, are you both retired? Are you both working? What's the status at this moment? Well,
1: I would call myself semi retired, but my wife is still in the thick of it. She's got a bunch of jobs lined up for the coming year. And, uh,
0: So for this year, for 2022, how much money will you have made together? Gross.
1: Oh, geez. I didn't know you'd ask that question. I was looking ahead to next year. All right, let's go to next year. Shockingly to me, with my Social Security and pension of 50K, my wife predicts she's going to make 40K, which is less than she could have made because she turned down some better paying jobs because they didn't suit her. Plus, we own a duplex and our rental income.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Do that separately. So Social Security pension is 50 and her work income is is 40, right? 40, yeah. Okay. Can you guys live on 90? Yes, we can. <laughs> He's excited. Yes, fact, we she, can. We could
1: live on my 50 alone if we had to.
0: Okay. Let's not say you had to, though. How much longer do you think your wife's going to work?
1: At least uh, until retirement age, which will be 66 or 67 probably.
0: So basically, for three, four more years, you guys are going to have surplus. You you are with your Social Security and pension and her work, even if she worked scaled back a little bit, you're still going to be net savers, right?
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: that's great. What do you estimate your need is in general? Like not if you had to, like, what do you think you really would like to live on in the future? So if we wind the clock forward, it's three, four years from now. Uh, she's sixty six, sixty seven. You're in your early seventies. What would you like to be living on, either monthly or annually?
1: I think it mainly depends on whether we actually do squeeze in the travel that I'd like to do.
0: Let's say yes.
1: If yes, then maybe seventy. I think that would cover us.
0: Okay, so seventy grand a year net to you guys, not gross net. And what was what will her social security benefit be? What do you? What's your social security benefit?
1: Thirteen fifty.
0: Okay, got it. So let's now talk about where you live, your primary residence. What's that worth?
1: Um, it's worth about four hundred in this crazy market. We have about one hundred and fifty thousand outstanding.
0: What's the interest rate? Three point three two five. And the duplex. Now let's talk about that. How much is that worth?
1: That oh that that is our home.
0: Okay, so you rent out part of it. Okay, and uh, what is the rental income? They pay nine
1: nine forty five a month, which is the kind of the friends and family rate. And, and that's uh, going to so you
0: think that's going to stay that way?
1: Well, actually, this is one a little crook in the procedure here. I, we live in the nice apartment. We mm-hmm. we've renovated the attic, and we live on the second and third floor. Mm-hmm. We have three bedrooms, two baths. They're downstairs with two bedrooms, one bath. As we age, we've been thinking about moving downstairs so we don't have to do the stairs and that then we could charge close to 2000 a month in rent.
0: Mm, OK, for now, I got the nine forty five with a potential for more. Like I love that idea of kind of thinking ahead when you don't have to do the stairs, which is good. So. All right. So plenty of room. You've got plenty of equity. This all looks good. Now tell us about the money you have saved. Let's start with the easy stuff. How about just money in the bank?
1: Our money is automatically deposited from our checks and from my social and from the my pension. And I was surprised to find out that we had seventy four thousand dollars in the bank.
0: Good, good. That's good. That's perfect. I mean, what could be better? That's it's so funny. Wow, what a what a remarkable thing! You have exactly one year of expenses in the bank. That's great. What other investments have you made? What other savings have you done?
1: I have a brokerage account of two hundred four. An IRA, a rollover IRA of 109, a Roth of 116, and an outstanding IRA with John Hancock at 27K. Those that's my investments. We've kept our money separate. Okay. Um, No judgment, dude.
0: I'm good with that.
1: My wife has a brokerage account of 105, Mm -hmm. a traditional IRA of 60, an inherited IRA of 265, Mm -hmm. and a Roth of 145.
0: So you have a really fantastic situation. So is the question, is the money you have saved sufficient? That's sort of the quintessential question. And I think the answer is yes, because you're not really asking for a lot. You're asking for, you know, even in the worst case scenario, let's just move forward. Let's pretend your wife is 67. okay, and she's claiming her Social Security. Will she also have a pension?
1: Yes. And as a oh. matter of fact, she'll have two.
0: What's the directors. what are the two pensions worth? Good question, Mark.
1: Probably. Well, SDC's her director's pension will be small because she's only been doing that for about 10 years. Actor's pension could be about the same as mine. So combined, it would be about the same as mine.
0: Okay, so her Social Security and pensions are going to be 50. Your Social Security and pensions are going to be are 50. That's 100 grand. And you say you need 70. So even if we we knock off money for taxes, you're in great shape. You're done. You're all set. There's no you have no problems.
1: What what is she worried about?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what she what I don't know. Maybe you didn't like basically drive the conversation to here's the income we're going to have. Um, And so we don't have to worry. Maybe she just doesn't want to stop working.
1: I I haven't tried to encourage her to stop working.
0: (laughs) But do you think she's just nervous? I I think she's a little bit
1: of a worrywart and she doesn't, she's not interested in finances. So she doesn't really know about this stuff at all. But I think (sighs) your words will help reassure her.
0: I am very clear that you have no problems. She should be clear that you have no problems. And I feel very strongly that if you guys could just chat about this in this way, just to say, oh, well, listen, listen to this conversation I had with Jill and Mark. And you hear us say things like, oh, my God, you're in great shape. Like, she just needs to hear that. Yeah. And I I feel very comfortable. I don't know. Like, there's nothing in this plan that makes me nervous. Mark, what about you? No, I mean they got the two pensions. Their cost of living is not very high. I'm not even really thinking about basically the million dollars in investments that they have. They're golden, golden. So, okay. <laughs> so, wait a second. Let's just say that again. What's your wife's favorite character that she plays?
1: Well, she just finished playing Prospero in the Tempest, and that might that might be the one.
0: Prospero, I want you to listen up. It is a perfect thing that you are called Prospero because you are going to be prosperous. And Mark and I are very happy that you have found a way to live a life, be working actors and save and invest and be so smart about the way you've managed your lives. We are very excited that you have been able to do this. You can keep working as long as you'd like, but you should also know that you are in great shape.
1: Thank you so much. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And it will be music to her ears.
0: Fantastic. Another happy engagement with the Jill on Money show. Uh, do you guys have your estate planning done before I give you the the great you know, sign off? We,
1: we do indeed, although it's been a while. We should probably look at it again.
0: OK, so just take a look. See, do you guys have any kids, by the way?
1: I have a daughter. She is launched completely.
0: Okay, if you have no other questions, JP, we'll let you go. Are you good?
1: What about health uh, issues? How could that jet, you know?
0: Well, don't get sick. Okay, don't I'm just get sick. Yeah, don't get sick.
1: We've done uh, really well at that so far.
0: The way it could potentially hurt you guys is if one of you were to get very ill and require much more than. The need of seventy thousand dollars a year, but you still will have income. So, you know, in some respects, yes, that would be a bummer, but you would still have all this money coming in, and you could spend some of your money down. And frankly, if something, you know, were to occur, I I think we would probably encourage you guys to swap out and go from the top floor to the the first floor and drive your income but all those things being said it doesn't scare me that much i wouldn't go out and buy long-term care insurance if that's oh no
1: no i i couldn't afford it i mean
0: yeah i think i mean look you can only control what you can control so i think you're i feel very comfortable with the game plan um and i think you should go travel and i think you should keep acting and um and it's always nice to hear people in the arts who can really take care of themselves Because I think that's one of the things that people fear so much. You know, we always hear these stories about parents are like, oh, I'm worried about my kid doing this, that and the other thing. And, you know, maybe you don't have to worry so much. Maybe, you know, your kids will be okay. And you never you never can tell kind of where you land on on many of your life's decisions. So I feel I feel good about this. And I think you're very good examples of making it work. Well done. Well done. Um, All right. My last question. um, What's the best thing that you have seen theater wise in the last year?
1: Oh, my gosh. That's that's a tough one. Well, let me just give a plug for my old theater company. We just came uh, this past weekend. We we saw a beautiful production of The Rivals, a Mm -hmm. raucous, funny production of The Rivals at American Players Theater in Spring Green, Wisconsin, where I worked for 29 years.
0: All right. That's a plug. If anyone wants theater in Wisconsin, check out this guy, JP. All right. Thank you so much for calling and thank you for listening today. You never know who you're going to hear from here on this program. See, by the way, Mark, this was a good antidote to people who are like, you only have rich people because this guy didn't make a ton of money in his lifetime, but he saved you and your wife. He you saved well. You lived frugally. Life can be good. So is a million dollars enough? It's it's enough for this couple. It's not enough if you're going to be spending, you know, $180,000 a year unless you have big pensions. So take this to heart, gang. You can grind it out, have a living, have fun, do what you want to do and save some money. And be okay when you retire i love that it's a great story if you would like to join us to probably i would say test drive some of your assumptions why don't you go to jillonmoney.com click the contact us button let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air don't forget you can leave us a rating and review on apple you can also subscribe to our broadcast here wherever you get your podcast you can check out our other broadcasts and sign up for the free weekly newsletter Mark does it every single Friday. It's great. It's a good way to kind of catch up on anything you think you may have missed during the week. Thank you so much for listening. Please try to lift someone up today. Grit Growth Grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo, it's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood,